The Network Live. News, insights, and stories right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Don't miss this opportunity to hear world news, insights, and stories from guests around the world. The Network Live is your pathway to connecting people and ministries. Stay tuned for the Network Live News Minute. Today is November 19th, and this is your Network Live News Minute. I'm Rudy Rule. Russia used its U.N. Security Council veto power on Thursday to stop a U.S.-drafted resolution that would have extended an investigation into allegations that Syrian President Bashar al-Assad used chemical weapons on his own people earlier this year. With spines stiffened by a presidential pep talk, House Republicans easily approved a $1.4 trillion tax cut Thursday taking the first big step toward a decades overdue overhaul that Republicans hope will send the economy soaring and win back wavering voters. A Republican-led House panel delivered a blunt bipartisan warning to Qatar on Wednesday, backing legislation that would slap sanctions on any countries or individuals providing financial and material support to the Islamic military group Hamas. This has been your Network Live News Minute. I'm Rudy Rule reporting. Today on the Network Live, we'll be visiting with author and speaker Peggy Joyce Ruth. Peggy Joyce Ruth is a teacher in the body of Christ and operates in the motivational gift of encouragement, challenging people to move into a deeper understanding of the Word of God. She has authored multiple books, including her popular Psalm 91 book. The Psalm 91 book has had over 5.5 million copies donated to the military, first responders, prisons, and deep need areas. Peggy has appeared on numerous television programs, including The Sid Roth Show at Supernatural, God's Learning Channel, and the Trinity Broadcasting Network. She is a popular conference speaker because of her warm storytelling technique, her pleasing sense of humor, and her easy-to-understand style of communicating the Word of God. Find out more about Peggy today on the Network Live. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Network Live. I'm your host, Debbie Rule. Thank you for being with us today. Today on the Network Live, we'll be visiting with author and speaker Peggy Joyce Ruth. Peggy is the author of multiple books, including her popular Psalm 91 and Psalm 91 for the Military. Good morning, Peggy. It's so good to have you part of our program again. You have just become a fabulous friend of ours. Oh, I'm, I'm so appreciative that you're having me on your show. Well, Thank we you. learn so much. It's, it's such a short program. We have to have you several times so that we can get all the information. I know you are a, a well of just information and knowledge, and we just love hearing your testimonies and your stories. I have learned so much from you in such a short amount of time, and I have enjoyed getting to know you as a friend as well. So thank you so much for being a part of our program today. As in past, we have talked about a couple of your other books, Psalm 91, and, and um 
Today we're going to focus on a little bit of your testimony and also a book titled Tormented Eight Years and Back. And this is the testimony of Peggy Joyce Ruth. And I know you have a lot of wisdom and just um, sharing your heart of your testimony today with our listeners. And so I'm just going to let you start wherever you want to start. Well, I love being able to teach on the Psalm 91, but it I know it helps so many people when I go back and give my testimony because yes. that's where it all started. I was uh, very uh, <clears throat> mentally and emotionally sick for eight years, mm-hmm. and um, uh, goodness, I, th- I thought I'd never get well. I, I just thought that was my uh, where I would be the rest of my life, and... Um, God started dealing with me, and he started showing me that I needed to learn about Satan's mightiest warfare weapon. And, uh, in fact, the Lord even asked me one time, do you know what his mightiest warfare weapon is? And, you know, I thought of all the things that the enemy does, you know, sickness and pain and, you know, all uh, of the different things that come from the enemy. Mm -hmm. Uh, But all of a sudden, the Lord began to show me that his mightiest warfare weapon is a thought. Yes. That's what it is. It's just yes. a thought that comes yes. into our mind. And I looked back at the years I was sick, and I had taken uh, just any thought that the enemy gave me, and I would mull on it and think on it until mm-hmm. until it made me sick. That's it actually right. just made me sick. Mm-hmm. And I love the scripture in Second uh, Corinthians 10, 3, 4, and 5, where it says, Though we walk in the flesh... We don't war according to the flesh. That's right. We're walking in the flesh, but That's right. uh, if, I, if we're doing our warfare in the flesh, we're going to lose. That's right. And he goes on to say, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but they're divinely empowered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when because they're divinely empowered, it goes on to say that it destroys then uh, fortresses. We're talking about satanic fortresses. Yes. And then we are destroying speculations. We're destroying lofty things raised up against the knowledge of God. And we're taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Yes. And there it was again. God was just letting me realize we we have to take those thoughts captive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, so anyway, that... Uh, I love being able to share that because if a person can ever grab hold of that, they can get well. Mm-hmm. That's right. And taking every co- every thought captive is recognizing the voice of the enemy and the voice of the Lord and knowing that um, those thoughts are not our thoughts and they're not the That's thoughts right. that God has for us. And we have to discern that. And so we have to ask the Lord, you know, Lord, I want to hear your voice and I want to be able to discern the lie from the truth. So help me to be able to do that so that I can take every one of those thoughts captive. Because a lot of times those thoughts seem really real to us. Oh, my. And we don't don't understand and we don't see that we're really caught up in this uh, depression, as we've talked about, or these things that these thoughts cause in our life. Well, God always, uh, when he gives me an answer, it's always so simple. You know, I'm expecting some big theological mm-hmm, thing and it's mm-hmm. always so simple and when I was crying out to God he had shown me this scripture mm-hmm. he said I'm going to give you an exchange system well I had no idea what that meant but it came alive so in, inside of my spirit that I kept saying okay God I, what is the exchange system and the Lord just showed me as, as simply as this that whatever the thought comes, if it's a negative thought, mm-hmm. if it's anything that doesn't line up with the Word of God, yes. that I have to find a scripture that contradicts that thought. 
And I found out that no matter what the enemy comes at me with, no matter what Mm -hmm. thought, negative thought he puts in my mind, there's Mm -hmm. always a scripture promise to contradict it. That's right. And all I had to do, and I know I'm making it sound simple now. It was hard at the time I was Mm -hmm. doing it because Mm -hmm. I was having to retrain my mind. Right. And uh, but I started writing out those scriptures that contradicted mm-hmm. the the things that most often came against me. Mm-hmm. And I kept them with me. Mm-hmm. I carried them with me. And the yes. moment that thought would come, I would speak out loud and say what God said. Yes. And it takes a while to retrain our minds. You know, it takes a while to retrain our minds. And we also need to be in the word. Absolutely. We have to be in the word. And. Uh, as you said, writing those scriptures down and taking them with you or writing them in the front of your Bible or writing them on a sticky on your... I remember writing uh, scriptures on a sticky note and Absolutely. putting them on my mirror in the morning when I'm getting dressed so yes. that I could be reminded of the promises of God. And so uh, it's 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 alive. The Word is alive. And um, so that's good. Taking it with you is good. We need to keep it with us. And uh, I would... At first, I'd been sick for so long that I hadn't been really functioning well anyway. So I spent literally months where I would sit at a table with my Bible and a notebook. Mm -hmm. And I would just go through the Word, writing out Scripture promises, especially the ones that contradicted uh, the fears that I'd Mm -hmm. had. The Mm -hmm. fears and the anxieties and the stress Mm -hmm. and the worries. Mm -hmm. And... uh, it's amazing if a person will do that. Mm-hmm. And the minute we, we can't think on the negative for a while and then after a while decide, okay, I'm going to do something about it. The moment that that negative thought comes, yes. that, uh, and I'm, what I'm calling a negative thought is anything that contradicts the Word of God. Right. And the moment that it comes, the faster we can mm-hmm. let God's Word start coming out of our mouth, the quicker we can get well. Yes. And would you say that it is a thought that even contradicts God's character? Oh, absolutely. His character and his word. And when we recognize that, we've got to, like the word says, take that captive immediately. I really like uh, when you shared that you sat down with your Bible and you just wrote them down and you spent time in the Word and you were writing them down and you were asking the Lord to show you the scriptures that you could replace those negative thoughts with. And um, tell us a little bit more about that, because I think that there is uh, that's very important in our life. that We need to try to do that. Absolutely. Um, I can remember when I, I'd been under the oppression for so long. Mm-hmm. So when I uh, and when I was under the oppression, I had come to the place where I quit reading my Bible because mm-hmm. I was in fear. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like everything I read brought fear. And of course, the enemy does that. Yeah. And um, so when I got past that and realized, okay, the word is going to be my answer, I would sit there and all of a sudden something changed and I would see a scripture promise and it was like something would just uh, jump on the inside of me. And I I started finding all these scripture promises that I had no idea were even in the Bible Mm -hmm. because I I didn't know the Bible Mm -hmm. back then. I was a Christian and I loved the Lord, but I I just had never studied the Word. And there's a lot of people out there that are like that. Oh, yeah. They love the Lord, but they just don't know the Bible. And we have no idea. The the treasure. Yes. I mean, the treasure that's in the Word yes. of God, the yes. promises that He's yes. made. And uh, there, I said this a while ago, but I want to repeat it because it's so important. It doesn't matter what comes against us. 
That's right. There is a scripture promise to contradict it. Yes. And yes. that's the exchange system. Yes. And sometimes we can uh, we can find that scripture promise, mm-hmm. uh, but sometimes the negative, the the emotions, the depression is mm-hmm. so strong mm-hmm. that sometimes we can't just say that scripture promise once. That's right. We have to say it and say it. And I would wake up sometime in the middle of the night, you know, mm-hmm. and that thought. Uh, that fear thought would come mm-hmm. and I, I would get up sometimes and walk and just mm-hmm. say God's word, his promise over and mm-hmm. over and over until the peace would come back. Mm-hmm. And then I might have to, in 30 minutes, I might have to do it again, right. you know, that's because right. we're having to renew our mind. Yes. Yes. And that's daily. Absolutely. Daily. We sometimes have to it's moment. By moment. That's <laughs> moment by moment. That's right. And the word of God will bring healing to yes. us. But if we don't know the word of God, then we're going to have a hard time doing that. And so that is great advice that you said, sit down, get in the word, write it down, take it with you. The main thing's writing it down. I think for me, when I write something down, it makes more of an impression on me than yes. sometimes when I just read something. And so if we're going to meditate on it and we're going to be able to speak to it, we've got to know it. And I so that it. is a great counsel uh, for those that are dealing with negative thoughts. And I don't know anybody out there that doesn't deal with a negative thought at some Absolutely. point. At some point. And this might not necessarily be for everyone, but uh, I found out then after I was uh, trying to retrain my mind, renew my mind, mm-hmm. that I was needing I was needing some more. Yes. I was needing something else. And so I was crying out to God. And uh, I'd never had a vision before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wasn't, I didn't go into any kind of a trance or anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But I was sitting in my bedroom. And um, uh, all of a sudden, I saw myself sitting out in front of me, and there was a man dressed in white that was standing mm-hmm. beside me, and he told me to open my mouth, and when I did, I, I saw a black tooth, and then oh. suddenly my body became transparent, and that black, the black roots from the tooth went down my arms and my legs, down the trunk mm-hmm. of my body, mm-hmm. and, um, uh, and then the man in white said, this is what I'm going to do. And he pulled the tooth out, and it pulled all the roots, and it left holes all through my body. Mm. And um, uh, so then he said, now is the packing period. And he, I thought it was something like gauze that he was mm-hmm. packing mm-hmm. into all mm-hmm. those holes. Mm-hmm. And it took a good while. Right. And uh, when he finished, he said, now look, and there was a healed area. Mm-hmm. Well, I was so excited because I thought, oh, it all took place right while I was watching the vision. Yeah. But what he was showing me is that uh, all those negative things, it's affecting our entire being. It's affecting our mind. It's affecting our physical body. It's affecting us. But then as uh, that packing was what I what the Lord had taught me to do with the word. Yes. That was the packing. And it, it, it. it's real, you know, it doesn't take long to cast out a demon. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. important. But if mm-hmm. we don't do the packing, that's if right. we don't pack ourselves with the mm-hmm. word of God, well, the enemy will just come right back. That's right. You know. And the word says that if we don't replace it, then seven more that's will right. come. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> it will be more powerful. And so that vision was always there to remind me that I had to keep packing, you know, yes. that word in because it was yeah. the word. Yes, set me free. yes, and uh, very important about that vision is that they were roots. Yes, they yes. were roots, and roots take 
they go deep down. That's right. And they come from our childhood or uh, experiences or things that have trauma, things that have happened to us that, that sometimes the enemy uses those things to torment us in our life. And so we need to recognize that they're the roots. It's like a a weed. If we just keep pulling the top of it off, uh, we're not ever going to get anywhere. So that's a great visual, a great vision that the Lord gave you about the roots. And he just pulled those out. But you had to replace it, right? That's right. Because if I hadn't replaced it with the Word, it would have been replaced with the same old fears and the right. same old anxieties. That's we, right. we can't uh, we we can't go into just a, uh, a neutral state. Yes. And and, and keep what God's given us. Yes. We have to actively uh, keep our love walk with the Lord up. We have to mm-hmm. actively keep ourselves. Uh, meditating and and speaking the word yes. actively, uh, yes. and the love walk, developing a love walk with the Lord is so important. Yes, yes, so important. And I think what you're sharing here with us is the key to true freedom. Yes, if we're going to walk in freedom, then we have to recognize that we have to do this daily. We have to yes. put the word in. And um, when you were sharing that, I I just realized that. Um, when when we are walking in freedom, we don't understand that it's you know you're you're putting that word in daily. It's daily. It's like feeding our yes. spirit man yes. daily. It's like we eat every day. We need to feed our spirit every day with the word. Absolutely. And um, so, any any more on that vision? That was just that was oh, awesome. That vision, I. You know that was years and years ago, mm-hmm. and it's still so alive and and uh, yes. uh, so meaningful. And yes. uh, the more that we get into the Word, the more mm-hmm. of a love walk we'll start developing. Mm-hmm. And I never knew when I was sick. I never knew the joy, yeah. uh, you know, the righteousness, peace, and mm-hmm. joy mm-hmm. that God has available. That absolutely is beyond anything we can comprehend or speak that's right in our language i mean it's uh, it's it's other it's an uh, it's another world that's right it's another life it's beyond our circumstances that's right. you can be in a really really tough situation and still feel yes. the joy and the peace of the lord and that's what what we as Christians and people that walk with the Lord want everybody to have. Yes. I want everybody to have that peace and that love and that contentment and that yes. joy that you find with an intimate relationship with our Lord and Savior. I think um, you were saying replace with the word and something that came to my mind was that a lot of times I feel like sometimes we will replace things with fleshly things. Absolutely. So we we can even try to replace it with that if we don't replace it with things of the Lord. You know, we can try to think money will fix it or if I have this or if I have that, that will fix the problem. And God is saying, I'm going to take this out by the root and I want you to put my word in there. I want you to have a relationship with me. So that is so key. But so many times we look at other things in the world to fill those needs in our lives. And when I was first work. going through all the trauma and uh, the fears, having no idea that mm-hmm. uh, it was spiritual for- warfare, yes. I just I just thought something was wrong with my mind. Mm-hmm. And my mother would take me on long rides trying to, uh, you know, look at the countryside, how beautiful it was. And I'm not mm-hmm. going to say that wasn't enjoyable, but it yes. didn't fix it. Right. Even though it was nice and, and she was trying so hard to help mm-hmm. me. Uh, but it wasn't fixing it. It was just mm-hmm. temporarily getting my mind off the problem. That's right. And uh, uh, so, I, and I kept thinking, you know, why when I'm, uh, when I'm 
having these sweet experiences, why is that not taking care of it? Because it was earthly. That's right. It was That's earthly. Right. That's what I was saying. Those things that are earthly mm-hmm. or our fleshly desires are not going to fix no. the problem. The only thing that's going to fix the problem is Jesus. That's right. He came and the truth came to set us free and free indeed. And we will be free if we will walk in his truth and in his love and accept it. Exactly. So many times we don't want to receive it. He's right there to hand us this wonderful gift and we reject it or we don't understand it or we don't want to open uh, that gift that he has for us. So this is, uh, we want to share it a little bit more, but then we want to remind everybody that you're going to be at Gateway Church today, yes. uh, this morning at 1030 following the program, and you're going to share more of yes, your actually story. Yes, I'm going to give my testimony, the whole that's, testimony. That's going to be yeah. awesome. So how old were you when you really, when it came to your uh to to the you had the knowledge that there was something that wasn't right. You were just having these dark thoughts, and that's just not. You were really battling them. You said you were a little girl, so. Well, actually, uh, I had I had had a, a, a couple of times when that would come, but really, what really opened the door, uh, I uh, had a neighbor. Uh, I we had been married a, a few years, mm-hmm. and I had a neighbor that moved in, and she was a Buddhist lady mm-hmm. and she would burn incense and mm-hmm. and have well I felt like it was my duty to go and witness to her well I didn't know the word didn't know about spiritual mm-hmm. warfare didn't mm-hmm. know anything mm-hmm. so I walked into a trap of right. the enemy right and um uh so she's told me she, if I talked with her she wanted to have equal time mm-hmm. well I was stupid and <laughs> I didn't mm-hmm. know better and uh, I didn't know the word didn't know mm-hmm. the promises. I knew Jesus, and I loved Jesus, and that was that was the extent of it. Yes. And so I was very young. I was in my twenties, young, mm-hmm. early twenties, and um, uh, it, it just washed me away. Mm-hmm. But God was faithful, and He showed me how to come back and showed me what to do. You know. Yes. Well, we want to talk more about this. I know I'm going to have you on the program again because this is just not enough time to to um, talk about all of these things. Come to Gateway Church this uh, this morning, 1030, following the program at the Heart of Texas Event Center. Peggy Joyce Ruth will be there to share the rest of her testimony. And I know you're going to have to come back several other times because it's just so much for us to hear. And we love hearing about that. And Will you come back again and talk with us about this? Because I think it is just so important for our listeners to hear how to become free from the thoughts in our mind that are really destructive. I love to tell people how to get free like I did. (laughs) That's good. That's good. We're going to have you back. Thank you so much, Peggy, for being a part of our program this morning. Remember, Gateway Church, 1030 a.m. this morning. Hear more from Peggy Joyce Ruth, her testimony at the Heart of Texas Event Center. We'll see you there. For more information about Peggy, her books, including Tormented Eight Years and Back, The Testimony of Peggy Joyce Ruth, or to schedule her for an event, visit PeggyJoyceRuth.org. As we celebrate Thanksgiving this week with family and friends, I would like to give thanks to all of you that helped make this program a success. If it was not for our listeners, the gracious support of Gateway Church Brady and KNEL Radio, this program would not be possible. So know that you are thought of often, prayed for daily, and appreciated always. As we conclude our program today with the Thanksgiving story, I would like to leave you with Philippians 1, 3 through 6. 
I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy. Because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who's begun a good work in you will carry it to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. The Story of the First Thanksgiving Around 400 years ago, many people in England were unhappy because their king would not let them pray to God as they liked. The king said they must use the same prayers that he did, and if they refused, they were persecuted, imprisoned, or even killed. These Englishmen left their homes and went far off to a country called Holland. In Holland they were happy, but they were very poor. And when the children began to grow, they became less godlike and did not want to pray anymore. After much talking and thinking, these English people decided to embark on a pilgrimage to the New World, America. They set out on a small ship called the Mayflower to take them across the sea. There were about 100 people on board the tiny ship. It was crowded, cold, and uncomfortable. The sea was rough. They were two months sailing over the Atlantic Ocean. At last the Mayflower came in sight of land. The month was November and it was cold. There was nothing to be seen but snow, rocks, and hard, bare ground. They were tired and cold from their long journey, and hungry, too. No one had enough food to eat. Many of them became sick, and by springtime, almost half of the people died. In spring, the sun shone brightly, the snow melted, and the leaves and flowers began to emerge. Some friendly Indians had visited the pilgrims during the winter. One of the kind Indians was named Squanto. He stayed with the pilgrims and taught them how to plant their corn, peas, wheat, and barley. The summer came and the days were long and bright. The pilgrim children were very happy in their new home, Plymouth Rock. When it was autumn, the fathers gathered the barley, wheat, and corn that they had planted and found that it had grown so well that they would have quite enough for a long winter that was coming. Let us thank God for it all, they said. Then they decided to have a grand Thanksgiving party and invite the friendly Indians. They prepared wild ducks and geese and great wild turkeys. There was deer meat, bread, and cakes. They had fish and clams from the sea nearby. The friendly Indians all came with their chief. 
They were dressed in deer skins, and some of them had the furry coat of a wildcat hanging on their arm. Their long black hair fell loose on their shoulders and was trimmed with feathers or foxtails. Before they ate, the pilgrims and the Indians thanked God together for all His goodness. And so the story goes of the first Thanksgiving celebrated in Plymouth Colony nearly 400 years ago. As you sit down with your friends and family this Thanksgiving, remember this original tale and give thanks for all of God's abundant blessings. Thank you so much for being with us today. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of the Network Live, visit knelradio.com or find our podcast on iTunes and podbean.com. To follow more news, insights, and stories, follow the Network Live on Facebook. If you would like more information about being a guest on the Network Live, contact us at thenetworklive.org. The Network Live will be back next week at 10 a.m. right here on KNEO Radio 95.3 FM and KNEOradio.com. I'm Debbie Rule. Thank you for listening today.